Hi guys, we just wanted to give you a little disclaimer and trigger warning about the following topics we're going to be talking about in the episode, which are eating disorders, food, diet culture, and dieting. So if you're feeling uncomfortable listening to this or something related to these topics, please feel free to stop this episode. And if this is the case, we suggest you to look or seek for professional help regarding this matter. Hey friends, welcome back to Friend Talks. I'm Emmy. And I'm G. And today we're talking about diet and like the diet culture and stuff like that. You know, diet who? Diet who? So. Wow. Jesus. Amazing. The energy. Uh, you know, today is just another day to Mercury retrograde. We're in Mercury and retro. Mercury. You know, retrograde? I was. Or Mercury, Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde. You know, Mercury isn't retrograde or whatever. And shit's he's retrograding. Okay, let him be. What do I do? I know what that means. No, but like shit. Actually, you know what it actually means. You know how we're all moving forward. Like all of the planets is, are moving we're forward. All moving forward in life. But the thing is that there's half of the sun. So if we are in one half of the sun and the other planet is in the other half of the sun. That's when the planet is retrograde. I don't know if you visually understand that. I mean, are you calling me stupid? <laughs> no, because I understand things visually. But no, no, I don't no, know. yeah, I get you it. Know. I get it with the like orbit and shit. Like imagine, imagine a circle and that's just it. Yeah, I understand. You know? But that's beyond the point, guys. We're not talking astrology today. That's another episode. Anyways, we're not talking astrology right now. That's for another episode. I love how we both said the same thing. Um, Today, we're talking about diet and the culture, the toxicity, you know, all the shit that you have to unpack with that industry because that's what it is. And it's amazing because we just were taught to follow a certain line, I guess, and... It's not like a right or wrong. It's just what feels right to you. And I feel like we've both had experiences with diet culture. I mean, it's not like we had. I mean, I feel God, like everyone had any eating disorder because I was not. I was not in that. I don't think I don't I've had I mean. an eating disorder, but yeah, no, me neither. I mean, who knows? I was not diagnosed or anything, but I did go through a lot of shit, like mentally about it. I think yeah. that's the distinction. We were, for example. Oh, I can only speak for myself, but I've never been diagnosed with an eating disorder, but you go through some of like the symptoms in a way, but you don't really immerse yourself into that. It's just like a surface level sort of thing. I don't know if that makes sense, but like, yeah. And and those are the things that we always talked in health class, like when we were in high school and and stuff. And I feel, but I also feel like they take it to an extreme. So you also... You're like, okay, I'm not that, but you can easily fall into that. And that's the part that they're missing out is like, you don't have to show the extreme only. You have to show the steps leading up to it so that you like avoid getting to that extreme. Do you know what I mean? But like some backstory, because I feel like it's important. We were both, we both grew up in like Latino culture and I feel like Latino culture is very image-based it's very like oh 1000% you know how you look how other people perceive you that's very much ingrained into your mind since like you were born yeah and it's like unconsciously like implanted on your day-to-day with you wanting it to be or not so you like you look up to like this images that you think that are in quotation marks, in quotation marks, because you cannot see that because I'm not recording myself, but in quotation marks. Um, Quote unquote. 
it's not yeah it's not something that you necessarily see because it's so hidden in your head because it's so normal it's just you can like, say it like that. interwoven into for example for me into venezuelan society it's very interwoven into how you live your daily life like there's very subtle messages in the way i was raised and i feel like in the way everyone was raised and there's nothing wrong with it but you you need to be aware of it you know and it's and it's the beauty standards that are just really, too high it's the fucking like for me oh my god i remember as a kid so many little girls like they would be like oh what do you want to be when you grow up and they would say like oh i want to be like a miss universe person or like a pageant girl and i never really subscribed to that and i feel like it was because it wasn't like something that i watched miss universe was never as a kid like Something that I was like, oh my god, let me go watch Miss Universe whenever. Like, no, me neither. I feel like I always knew who won or who didn't. Like at you know, when I when I was all over the older, news. I did like get into it, but not as much as other people. It was just like, oh, let me see who won as like a contest, but not yeah. like the and just to be informed and knowing like you know who in like a certain city is participating to then go into like the final things like i remember hell no i remember like people in my school would be like i'm going to participate in like the local one so that then maybe i can move on i feel like i know someone who did but i will not be saying names i feel like we both know who she is i mean she was very she is very pretty so yeah she is so um, congrats to her congrats to you congrats to you on your jeans and <laughs> jeans i'm wearing leggings but the Welcome to Julia's very bad dad jokes that I have to endure. Anyways. Um, Seven years in counting, baby. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways, beauty pageants. I feel like with the rise of maybe social media, I don't really know because I don't have this experience from my mom to like know. But do you did you not like feel that at some point, like maybe when we were like in 10th grade, 11th grade, every little girl, like every, not little girl, every fucking girl in our school wanted to be a model. And they were, like, signed to some modeling agency. Like, they took, like, classes to be a model. Yeah. It was, like, an after-school activity. It was, like, some people would go swimming. It was a thing. And tennis. Then some other people would go modeling. And it would be, like, what the fuck? And I feel like that's very, like, interwoven into Venezuelan society. I don't know, like, is, I don't know if it's, well, Colombia as well. You know I mean, yeah. And, and I feel like him, I feel like, I don't even know how to explain that. I feel, because, you know, in 11th grade in my high school, my high school well in my school in Colombia because you know if you've listened to our introduction and podcast you lived I lived in a lot of places everywhere in Latin America yeah but on my high school on Colombia on 11th grade we had like a fashion show for like you know reef like funding money for our prom okay and on that on that we actually like the us girls got a little bit crazy with like oh diets and blah blah blah. we kind of cannot eat that because you know I need to like walk on the fashion show whatever and then we had like classes of modeling or whatever and it was like it was a lot it's a lot like looking back today it's it's just a lot and I've been always very intense with my body image it's never been out of like the line I've never been like either too overweight or underweight it never never was never that it was never just like, like something stopped that, eating or something like that yeah like, it was never like that it was just something that 
it was so unconscious. Yeah, it was just so unconscious for to me. I feel like I tried so many different diets, and I grew up as an athlete because I played tennis like since I was five. No, but yeah, it's true. Because well, I I played tennis since I was five until I was fifteen. I got to Venezuela, and I stopped, and I went back to theater, and yeah. then I stopped kind of exercising but not really but well, I mean, my body changes it, your body a lot because you're not burning yeah, like the constant amount of calories that you were exactly before. but the but the thing is and that also, like, puberty. my body's my body yeah exactly but my body was used to that energy and me constantly exercising 1000 hours a day because <laughs> i did train like for five hours every day like during the week and where i'm getting at with this is that i kind of got went from 8 to 80 like from zero to 100 in like zero seconds well because like you you, because i i you worked out like you did all this like tennis shit in mexico no in mexico and in in brazil Brazil. and then what you moved to venezuela Venezuela, and and you like stopped you didn't even like look for a tennis place or nah well i did but then you weren't into it i didn't like the place and i was kind of over it you know and i did real i always liked the artist side of me and then I yeah I kind of found myself again which was you beautiful wow well in my cartography map it did say that I was gonna find myself in Valencia Venezuela so amazing but that's a topic for another day people anyways so back to like how it all starts I honestly feel that it 100% starts in childhood and like the constant thing of I don't know if your parents did this or like your family in general but I remember as a kid and I see it now with like my younger cousins and stuff Mm -hmm. that we're very used to the whole like once you sit down to eat you have to finish everything as a child 1000% 1000% okay. my grandmother used to congratulate like oh my gosh she cleaned the plates exactly. and I was like yeah you don't need to, you don't even need to wash it and you like, know that nowadays, was nowadays like as I see you know through like therapy and like me being into like psychological psychological shit yeah I guess yeah. I thought it was like psychopathic and I was like no I'm saying the wrong thing. no I'm not a psycho I'm not a psychopath well, I don't I think a I'm a psychopath, psychopath. <laughs> anyways anyways um no Honestly, I feel like kids, the way to teach, like the human body is so fucking smart that it knows when it's full. So when you train the mind to visually, if you finish a plate, that's when you're full. You're fucking up like how the body naturally reacts to being full. And that's on practice. Like you need to practice actually. Like And like now. Understanding what your body's telling exactly. you. And- Nowadays. You know, now when we realize, like, I personally have to, like, sit down with myself and be like, okay, you might not have eaten everything that's on the plate, but you're full. So stop eating. Like, that's something, like, you have to generally, like, talk to yourself. And my grandfather, well, I did not meet him because he passed away before I was born. But he used to tell my mom, like, it's better for you to serve a small portion and repeat than serving a big portion and then leaving stuff behind. Yeah. So I'm up about that. Because I see it, like, with my little cousin, like, she's five. Yeah, she just turned Mm -hmm. five. And I see it every time they, like, and I see it with my other cousins, but, like, they're older now, so, Mm -hmm. you know. But it was always, like, you have to finish whatever I put on your your plate. And the more they eat, the more, like, they're, like, oh, my God, did you see, like, they ate so much. It's, like, wow. And sometimes, you know, the body doesn't need that much fuel that day because that's what we're missing the connection between food is fuel we think 
food is like for pleasure or for something else. And and, even though and, it I, is. I, and I think about it like that. I feel like our soul is incarnated in our body. Me being all philosophical about this, but our soul is incarnated into our body, and it's like our body's like a vehicle, and it needs yeah. fuel. And how do we fuel it with food? But when you overfuel it, what does it happen? If you're a car and you overfuel it, it's gonna it's gonna run know, down. But if you under, yeah. it's gonna run down. So you have to know, and not every day that you start your car, not every morning that you're going to go into your car and you're going to start it, is it at the same fuel level? That's what I'm trying to say. Some days you're eating more because for whatever reason, you're more hungry that day, but you have to be intuitive about it. And then other yeah, days- Yeah, certain times you're just less. anxious about something. Well, what happens to me when I'm anxious about something, I eat. Oh, but same. I used, I used to overeat before, and today I can actually know what I'm anxious about. And I'm like, okay- I am going to eat a little bit more about this because yeah. I feel like this is going to help with my anxiety that day. I don't know if yeah. that's the proper way of coping with it. It's probably isn't, but for me, it works. As long as you're conscious about it and not like yeah. eating well, today, I don't know, I mean, like 10 bars of chocolate and not knowing why you're eating these 10 bars of chocolate. It's like, okay, I'm a little anxious. Today. Let me have two, three squares of dark chocolate. After 10 bars of chocolate, I'm be like... Yeah, I got in a little bit. I think I'm a little anxious. I don't know. I ate fucking one kilo of chocolate. <laughs> I used to eat like two bars of chocolate, and I was like, and then I did not understand why my 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 stomach was like, bitch, just bitch. Can you not you too much? Can you just like not ingest anything else? And I feel like I I started noticing this more about this when mm-hmm. I well, you had like moved a to Italy, scare. like that has to do with food. Yeah, the thing is that it was not very related to. Food. <clears throat> necessarily but it was more like well because guys what i believe is that everything that happens to us physically is something that is mentally not cleared oh, 100%. up 100 so like there's everything a, there's that happens connection, you know obviously you're not going to lose a leg in an accident and be like this was something that was in my mind you know but i but i mean it might there's have led to the situation exactly. that put you in that position so for me like for say, when I was 10 years old, I had appendicitis. Is how you said it in English? I think so. Appendicitis. Well, appendicitis. 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 I don't know. But I had like, <laughs> you know when your appendix, I don't know. People, appendix. sorry for my English. Excuse me. Excuse my French. <laughs> Excuse anyway. our medical lingo. We, You have watched yeah, Grey's Anatomy. But, I haven't. Yeah, but I don't remember how you say it. But that's beyond the point. The thing is that my appendix exploded. And I almost... I almost died in that surgery because I they could not diagnose what I had, and then because I got better. Like of your leg. yeah, and then, okay, yeah, because what happens when it explodes is that like an acid that starts degenerating everything that's inside your body. Well, but the thing is that yeah, that happened to me once, and then when that usually happens, it's normal for you to have adhesions in the in your like your near future. That's when your intestines like they paste to each other's walls, and okay. it, it's what happened to me when I was living in Italy. Got it. That I got to go to surgery. So I had adhesions and then I had like my stomach like turned. So everything that like there, I was there was eating, like knots, no? That like, there was a knot. It was it was not really a knot, it just turned. And then you know when a pipe turns and the water does not go through? Yeah. So basically that okay so the pain was so big and in that time of my life i was going through like some shit with my friends that i was not like yeah and i was not digesting that situation in my life so that's why my digestion was not working properly yeah so everything was accumulating yeah it was accumulating until basically burst i mean my intestines did not burst but But like it was it was leading to that 
to that direction. And thank God I'm fine today. But after that surgery is when I started looking at my body image in a different way. Yeah. Because I was almost always so obsessed with like, oh, I'm, I do not have a, you know, six pack or oh, my thighs are too big. Like motivated than like health. Yeah, 1000%. I have, I have a big scar in my belly and now it's part of myself. I embrace it as something. And the other day I was realizing, I was like, I look at the mirror today. I don't even remember that I have a scar that's, I don't know, 12 centimeters long. Like you forget used to it. You get used yeah, to and it. Then, and you and forget then how life was before, which is exactly, crazy. Which is crazy. And and that that's when I realized that it was like, why am I so obsessed with something that's so external? If inside I was totally broken apart and I was putting this like smile and mask in the outside and then is when I started like putting myself first in the first place looking at what I was eating and being like I am not up for anybody's shit anymore it's not like I'm not gonna care about people I am just value yourself first and then exactly is your relationship with everyone else because if you're not well and like with yourself then how can you be expected to give a good version of yourself to others one thousand percent yeah or to the world in general not to just others and, yeah. like, and that's on intuitive eating you know that's been happening since but yeah i feel like also well we have you're vegan right now no right now i am i mean oh, here's the thing with my eating it's a journey <laughs> it's a, it's a journey. journey what a- Let's make it short because I feel like I'm talking a lot. <laughs> but yes. let's make this short story. When I when when I was in Colombia, I went to this Ayurveda doctor, which is like a do you say Indian in in English? I feel like you do. Like from India? Indian culture, yeah, from India. Yeah, Indian. Okay, it, it's like this Indian um, medical. Yeah, it's um, like practice. Like Indian medicine. No, yeah, no, it's like it's like a different type of medicine, and Ayurveda is part of that. More like holistic and it works with doshas and whatever but i'm not yeah. gonna explain that today and i went with her and then i started she was like oh because in that summer before i went to the u.s i was in la and then i got like five Yay. kilos more i love la people you'll get to know that in the future episodes but i went there and then i got a little bit more weight that i wanted so i, I went mean, to this I doctor feel like every time this happens to me a lot when i used to go to like miami every summer I feel like the food in the U.S., if you don't really pay attention to it, it's yeah. so processed or it's so easy to be eating processed food that you didn't realize was like low-key so the processed. Thing is that I, was, I was in campus and then I was like well, in this that doesn't like cafeteria and it was not yeah. helping me. And I was 17. It's like I didn't care You're, what I was you eating. You didn't the time. give a shit about what you were eating. But I like in the U.S., I find that food is so much more processed, especially coming it from is. like Venezuela, where basically nothing is processed in the same way that yeah. and my brother also like went through this and my brother was vegan so it wasn't only like ooh the chicken or whatever he's not vegan anymore no he is but like at the time uh, that he went like it's insane to think how the food and the vegan. I was like bitch he's not vegan anymore no, 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 what no, no, no. he is vegan um that's like his life now like he doesn't remember yeah, not being um it's funny anyways that. that let me I'll segue into that later but like in the states the food is so processed like in general that you feel like you like retain liquid and so like you gain weight it's like it's like you bloat for no it, reason it's, it's weird and then it's like a weird thing I, I used to realize that every time I went to like the states and I was like wait what the fuck it is weird but the point is that I went to this doctor and then she, she was like okay so for like what your doshas are that are three she was like you should not be eating red meat and at the time I was 
the person at my house that ate the most meat. That, like, really? Yeah. Era una carnívora. Like, basically, I ate meat. I live for eating meat. You know that in here, we have, like, that those Brazilian restaurants that the meat just goes by. And I was the first one to start eating, and I was the last one to start eating. Just- and that was just meat. Not even french fries or rice or whatever. Just you were just, meat. like, meat. Yeah, meat. And that was, like, six years ago. And Damn. Yeah. Me thinking back to the day, I was like... I, I, because my mom was my the first vegetarian at home. And when she stopped eating me, I was like, How long has your mom been a vegetarian? Like for 15 years, I guess. 15. Yeah, 15. Go off. It's Go been off, a while. Honey. Yeah. And I was like, Mom, you're crazy. I cannot leave without meat. Yeah. And then watch me years later going to this doctor, stopping eating them. For, I was like, okay, I'm going to stop for a month because I want to lose weight. But then that's forget exactly about it. how my brother started. Exactly. And then brother. and then I stopped. And when I ate again, I was feeling so bad. Like my body was feeling so bad of eating meat yeah. that I was like, eh. And then I started, I stopped eating chicken at the same time. And so I was pescatarian for three years. And then I moved to um, Italy. Italy. And the fish there was not the best. And it was very like chicloso. It's not even that. It tasted like marisco, you know? Okay. I don't know if you're going to understand that, but uh huh. Um, like shellfish. I it yeah, like it tastes like shellfish, and I don't want like shellfish or yeah. whatever. But it tastes very oceany, for say, like that. So I stopped. It does. It, I find that here too. I'm like, there's, yeah, some, and it's there's something that's off here. Like I'm it's not used to it, you know? And I don't like shellfish as well. I don't, most of them I don't like. So I'm yeah. Like, so then that happened. So I was like pescatarian for like three years. Um, and then like on 2018, I stopped eating fish when I got back to Italy after summer. I was not eating cheese anymore because it was bad on my tummy. And I was like, you know what? Dairy is a hard one. Yeah. And I was like, let's just do a transition. So I was vegan for four months. I went through the surgery and then I could not eat fiber because it was intestine thing and i needed to like go to a process where i needed to eat a lot of protein but it cannot have fiber and mm-hmm. it did not like tofu at the time so i wow. was vegetarian so i started eating zarevitz again so i was eating eggs and lactose which okay it's fine eating cheese whatever and then in september for last year last year 2000 no 2019 19. yeah 19 i went Ish. yeah i went vegan again and then i was vegan until like march of last year started eating eggs again because i'm listening a lot to my body and i I'm, I'm one of those type of people like if i'm craving something and that's on ahinsa that defining that on yoga that's a yoga term oh i was like what ahinsa, the ahinsa means non-violence so and non-violence is to all living things but you are also a living thing so if you're listening to what you're saying okay. and you're living to that it's like if your body is craving to eat something just eat it it's not gonna be bad to you i mean i've had this conversation with my therapist i feel like twice i've only been going to her for like six seven months but mm-hmm. you know it's something that i knew could be done like this is like very natural like when someone tells you about it you're like oh makes sense but I didn't know the name of it, which is intuitive eating. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's just listening to your body, which is something that I've always told my brother when he was like, you should go vegan. And I went vegan for like a month, a month and a half. And I just couldn't stand it because one, I don't like being forced into anything. Like if I am forced to do something, then there's less probability that I'll actually do it and like stick the to it. The thing is that being forced is like, you can't, you think about, you think about all the things that you can't eat in this scenario or that you can't do. So it's like, it's like counterintuitive because you crave things more. Like nowadays I've found myself, I rarely eat red meat. It's very, very rare. It grows into you, you know? And it's just because like the other day, when I say the other day, it's always like a month. <laughs> yeah, guys. I, I have mean, the other no days, concept I of the other- time. 
But yeah, the other days last year. You exactly. Know? But like, no, like a month ago, I had like a burger and it was red meat and I didn't feel the best after. And so like, that's the more that what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I don't well, feel. Good. Yeah, I have the same feeling, but it was with cheese, you know? Oh, no. Because remember that I told well, you? That's what happened. I used to love, okay? I used, like, I know that people love hate <laughs> dairy and they love to hate on fucking, like, cow's milk. But the way I used to love cow's milk, like... Ugh, I never really liked it, really. Oh, no, bitch. I know that people never really... I fucking lived for it. Like... I lived for milk, y'all, you know? I don't know. Don't say that. That's a little special. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... <laughs> I'm gonna leave this uncomfortable silence. But anyways, I used to fucking love it. That's on my Pisces, Pisces brazing, you know? I hate you with your fucking horoscope shit. Anyway. <laughs> Get used to it. Um, and then, like, I find myself, like, not feeling well. And my brother would always be like, you shouldn't eat fucking cow, you shouldn't drink cow's milk. It's like fucking, he would say all these gross things that I'm not gonna say. And then, like, whatever. And I've watched all the documentaries. Oh, all the I have things. not watched them all. You know, when I stopped eating, like, the first time that that came to my mind, uh-huh. you sent me a video that your brother Probably. made you watch. Probably. And then I stopped eating everything that was related to, like, animals for, like, a week. And I was like, yeah, I cannot do this right now. <laughs> and then I started eating it. But it was, like, a week. It's 100% and then- that. Like, we, well, we had a teacher whose name will, you know, remain. Will remain. Secret. For his privacy, but he looked yeah. like Jesus. Anyone who went to he our really school did. will know who this teacher is. But he used 1, to, like, he was a science teacher, and he used to put like science and health. videos. Um, was he health? I yeah, I mean, health. he taught me health. Oh, I didn't. I didn't have him as a science teacher. He I had him health. a science teacher, but not. Thank health. God, I did not have him as a science teacher. I don't think health. Anywho, he like put those videos on for us. To know, like, you know, I feel like we watched What the Health with him. Is it that old, the I documentary? Think so. I think so. Or it really? was or it was one of those, sort of. Yeah, I just remember that. Videos. Like, I, re- I watched one of those, and then I was like, Ew. I ate eggs at the time, and then I stopped eating eggs for the longest time. I could not even, like, look at eggs and actually, have, like, oh, I'm craving scrambled eggs. But then... I have a weird relationship with eggs. I yeah, vibes. love them sometimes, and then I hate them and like, that's I why I'm not eating eggs them. right now. That's why I went vegan again. Because I was like, oh, I'm kind of over it. But then if tomorrow I'm craving it, I was like, eh, I'm going to eat it. I feel like right now I'm a more so like, well, one, I don't drink milk, but I do eat cheese. Because vegan cheese, the only good one is that vile life feta cheese. The feta cheese. Guys, I have tried them all. If well, not them all because I have not been globally sh- trying let me cheese. Let me plug vile life here. Vile life, please sponsor us. <laughs> And this podcast is spo- no, it's Can not. My bio um, life, anyways, please. We love your cheese. If you're Thanks. in the states or in Europe, mostly, mm. I think mostly they sell it here too. Oh, they sell it there. Well, if you find Vio Life Babe. in wherever you are, look for the feta cheese. It's the only cheese that I approve that is vegan. It's vegan and it's great. Um, the other, the other vegan cheeses do taste, taste like plastic. I am sorry. Weird. I feel like they taste like very plasticky, and but they I actually love taste like coconut ish i fucking love like give me french cheese like give me some brie and camembert some camembert um i i fucking live for it like i and that there's no way and i know that it's fucking like milk shit and it's like moldy or whatever like i'm aware but Mm -hmm. it's fucking good like in moderation it's great but milk my lactose intolerance does not let me drink milk i'm kind of oat milk 
Oat milk is I a lifesaver because sometimes almond milk can be too nutty. And it well, yeah. right now I'm in a phase that I'm liking more almond milk than oat milk. But when I was in Italy, I did like more oat milk. I fucking than love milk. oat milk, but it depends on which one. You know? Oh no, you have to research. That's I know. I, I like, made one at home. I made one homemade, shit, and I actually like, liked. You have to. Oh, my brother has the recipe for homemade almond milk. So oh. good. Like that almond milk, I could bathe in it and be happy and content. And that's you need a you need a vita- you need a Vitamix for it because yeah I know and I don't have the- one. That is the other the near future. We're gonna have a Vitamix. Oh, and we're gonna do our own thousand percent. My mom was like, "What do you want for your birthday this year?" Me a Vitamix. She was like, "And that's when we know that we're not child." And I was like, "I want a Vitamix." We're not children anymore. I it's love, just what I it is. You start creating like. Silk pillowcases and Vitamixes. I like Bitch. robots. Robot also, um, aspiradores. How do you say that in English? Um, um, vacuum cleaners. I have a Dyson. It's the best fucking investment I've ever made. Anyways, off topic. Um, but yeah, like intuitive eating. Get into it because it's the best. Like you really have to. Tr- you have to talk to yourself. This is weird yeah. for some people, but you have to talk to yourself. You have to sit there, eat whatever you're eating. If it makes you feel good, you eat more of it. If it doesn't make you feel that great, don't eat as much of it. When you feel full, stop eating. One trick that my therapist was like, you got to do this, is interrupt whatever you're eating. Because sometimes you eat in front of like the TV. That's not great. Yeah, I do not do that anymore. But like once you're feeling a bit full, stand up. And like walk around for like five minutes, and then your like body has the time. You're doing this with our parents, I'm like, why are you walking? No, because like I remember, for example, when when I was a kid, that like I would be full, but like I would want to stand up, and they would be like, no, you can't stand up from like the table. You're interrupting or whatever. Obviously, don't do this at like a dinner or something. Like, yeah, you're on a date. You know, time with this new guy. guy. First date. First date. First and date. Like, you're like. Kim is gonna have to like you have to do a lap around the around the block. Just take a lap. Let me take a lap. Let me take a lap. Because my, my therapist told me that I need to walk oh in mi- mid dinner. You know this, and he's things. gonna be like, um, "Okay, sure." I mean, you calls never know. his best friend. She's crazy. You never know. I mean, baby, there's nothing better than a first date where you're like, "Tell me your trauma." Fucking tell me. Like, I don't want I, first dates where it's like, I are you fucking from? look for that. I are love men that can express themselves. What are you into? It's like, ugh, I hate small talk. Can Anyways, we, can we skip the small talk? That's for another episode. Um, uh, yes, but going back but to intuitive <laughs> eating. Yeah, try that. Try that, my, my like, therapy. Because obviously you're going to have to try it a couple times until you're, it's to train your brain, essentially. You're not going to crack the code in a week. <clears throat> You know, it, it took me not. a while, and I feel like, of course, I went through a lot. Oh, baby, it's a of journey shit in my life. No, and I went through a lot of shit in my life to just learn to love myself as the way I am, and That's understanding that I like to exercise because it makes me feel good, and not because I have to do it, and I don't feel obligated to do so. Exactly. So, like, if I skip a day or two in a week, I do not blame myself anymore. But I do feel the energy is like stagnated in myself. In I mean, some it's way. actually like. In a way, it's good to skip a day so that you realize, oh, exactly. wait, I'm missing something. It's exactly. This. So now you know, oh, shit, my body actually needs this hour of exercise, 30 minutes even, 20 minutes if you want, of maybe not even 
full like I ran and then I did a hit workout and then I did some yoga and no of I, getting I, out of my house and walking around for 20 minutes and then coming back even that I am I am one of those people that like workouts that are dynamic and that are straight to the point and yeah. it's not like overly exercising because it's not like if you didn't work out yesterday you're not gonna work out work out work out workout like <laughs> work out twice in the like, same day it, because it, you skip the day the point of skipping a day is because your body needs a rest exactly and you you could also and, and you learn and you learn day. and you're and your body's gonna stagnate you yeah. need rest for your body to actually be like okay let me burn these calories because we're not gonna we're not gonna do something that's gonna yeah. make me burn these calories so let me do that on my own like that's how your body works and that's like people get so into it and like that's the thing people get super like extremist we tend Mm -hmm. to do that as human beings like you can either be eating like shit going to mcdonald's every day and stuff like that and not being aware of what you're putting in your body or not being aware of what you know you need exercise and like just being completely like ignorant of what your body needs as fuel Mm -hmm. or you could be extremist like I'm a fucking vegan and I, you know, tell everyone else that you're going to die if you're not going to be yeah, vegan. The thing is that, and like, the, you know, in a like vitamin sort of deficit. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's, and that's on, on vegan extremists. And that's on Freely you know? the Banana Girl. Oh my God, I was going to say that, but <laughs> I mean, no, no hate to her. Sorry, no if it's working, like, working for her, but if it's working for her, it's her working for her. But I followed this um, YouTuber that's called, miles that his channel is actually is healthy that, crazy cool yeah <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. Like happy something what the fuck one of the only aquarius is men that i like I love after aquarius harry styles I, I know you do but that's beyond the point um he is he's a i feel like he is a um dietitian nutritionist or however it's is called he? but he's a certified one oh. i mean he, he went to college for that go off and he was a tennis player growing up and he went through like um in disorders or whatever, but that's you could really want to check him out. Yeah, not can I can relate to that, but he also says about intuitive eating and he has a huge appetite, so he knows that it's gonna take a lot for him to be full. And he's been listening to his body, but sometimes he's not craving, and that's sometimes bad because you've misguided your body so much before that sometimes yeah. you don't know how to listen to your body. So that's the exactly. interesting part of starting this journey. and because your mind and I and I think it's beautiful. People underestimate the power of your mind. Like truly. Oh, yes, one thousand percent. Like you think that like, oh, your mind is on autopilot and it'll tell you what to do because you know, your brain is programmed in a certain way and that's how you it is. No, you also have to actively it's like a self-regulating machine. You have to actively like reprogram your mind. One thousand percent to do what and it needs practice. to do so that you can best like function in a way because people think oh because i've lived all these years eating like shit and i'm okay that's okay and my mind hasn't told me otherwise so like whatever and like no you have to sit with yourself reprogram your mind so that because a lot of people like i feel like that's how people get on crash diets Mm -hmm. you know it's like the whole like in spanish i mean i guess in english there's also a word but i don't know but in spanish there's like la mentalidad de gordo which is basically like a fat mentality. Yeah, but that's also like a saying that we used to say a lot. Like, oh, if you eat something that we used to call that the whale. Like, ah, it's that's a mentality of a whale, you know, really? because a whale is, yeah, because a whale is big and it's like, oh, that's such which, a whale mentality. Which honestly, 
is a phrase that's very like it's very shitty towards it is very shitty it's like why why do i say or when we used to say like 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 fatty foods like i don't know yeah and and you're like oh whatever oh and it's like it's very shameful yeah and in brazil it's also that's like oh gorgisi like that's a i don't know it's like i don't know how to translate that but it's gorgisi is like oh it's like a fatty's like fatty shit you know yeah and I, I mean just eat it and just not, eat it if and you're that, craving it and that's yeah it. and that's something that i live for it's like if i'm craving this today i am going to eat it today because tomorrow i'm not gonna change it and then i'm gonna overeat something that i was not craving because i want that thing and then i i will end up eating two the two things and like why am i doing that just eat the first thing in the first place and that's it but yeah what i was like i don't like the word but what i was gonna say is like people you have to first train your mind to eat healthier before you like go on this like extreme diet of like not eating carbs or not eating this because if you're if you're doing that and you don't give your time you don't give your mind time to catch up with you at some point Mm. you can lose 10 20 kilos and at some point your mind is going to catch up to you and be like wait 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 i loved to eat sweets and carbs and whatever and you've made me like accustomed to this because in the end it's all like chemically shit it's all meant yeah that goes i don't know the biological or whatever term scientific terms for this so yeah sorry i don't remember science classes that i took in high school so sorry you did not choose that career path i did so. not But, like, if your mind doesn't have time to catch up with you, you're gonna, like, gain all those kilos back. 1,000%. So, like, you have to first train your mind to be like, okay, this is how we're gonna eat. This is how we feel. This is whatever. And it's, like, it's, it's longer. Like, you're not gonna lose or gain whatever amount of kilos or whatever in a very small amount of time. Unless you do it in, like, a somewhat unhealthy way. But... You know, you the gotta is that the, the you gotta work your mind first. I do not know if this is true, but what I understand of my 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 view of the understanding of how this works is that mm. when you start you stop eating something, yeah, right, you crave it, more. and then you crave it more. Yes, but the point is that if you stop eating, and then your body does not know when she's gonna eat again. Exactly. So when you you eat again, you overeat because your body understands that oh, oh i'm not gonna eat for this amount of time so i need then to like eat more up. exactly but i don't know if that's true or if that's like scientifically proven but i feel like my to my understanding that's how it that works. makes sense you know i don't know if it, i mean it makes sense in my head i don't know exactly. if it makes sense like scientifically speaking but but like yeah. it makes and, sense you know but like growing up my mom used to say everything to the extremes are bad bad, you know like over drinking water it's bad it's bad overeating healthy it's bad because you also need a balance i mean i'm not saying that oh yes go eat mcdonald's every day no i'm saying that everything is the balance and in life it's something that can be sustained and that's unsustainability y'all because if you have a sustainable habit and i i talked i talk about this a lot and i write about this a lot everything in life you need to do that can be moderated and you can continue through years and years and years to come and it's not gonna be tired and the last dietitian that i went with she she told me this was when i moved to to milan for the first time and she was like i don't i do not want you to stay with me forever as your nutritionist and your dietitian i want you to create habits that are gonna stay with you exactly and she was the one that told me like forget about the gluten-free stuff if you're not like if you're not um, intolerant, you do not need not to eat it. Iliaca, creo. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how to like say that. Al- like like allergic, 
like yeah, if you're not, allergic to gluten. I don't exactly. know exactly. If you're not allergic, you, say that. Okay. you don't need to stop eating it because it went through my oh I am not eating gluten, um, gluten, or oh I am vegan, or oh I'm vegetarian. Yeah. I went through all. I went through it all. Well, because I feel like, and also th- I feel like this stems a lot from social media and like one thousand percent. I don't want to say who, but, like, these moms that, like, are, like, ooh, I'm going to become an unofficial dietitian and tell everyone to live off a gluten-free lifestyle. I know some of these people. I am family with some of these people. Um, But, yeah, no, like, I have an aunt who's very into taking care of herself. And she looks amazing. Like, kudos to her. Like, kudos to fucking her. She looks great. But she's very extremist sometimes with the ways that she takes care of herself. That works for her, I guess. Like she finds comfort in that and like being like mm-hmm. on this diet that you can only eat the same thing, whatever. But like I hate that. I fucking hate yeah, that. No, so when you try to me. push that on my like on me, I'm like, get the fuck away. I'm like, don't do that to me. It gets like, worse. Because then it's like it's bad. I crave you know? all the things that I couldn't eat anymore. So then I'll like binge eat the things that I can't eat, and that's worse. So it's like, yeah, it fucks it's, your it's mind. Bad. I feel like everything is a balance. Another thing needs to be like a habit that you can maintain throughout years and sustain, really. And and this is something that came up in the in my office this week that we had a my client office. come in. And, uh, yeah, my office. I started working. working women. So get over it. <laughs> and and this new client, she was like, oh that's so cool that you're a vegan. You're like the first vegan that I meet that it's not like you should tell me not to. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, who am I to tell you what to do or what to not? I mean, do I wish that everybody was a vegan because it's the most sustainable thing to do in the, I feel like, like, I mean, people being vegans have been around since the dawn of time, you know, because I feel like a lot of hippies in the like seventies were vegan. I, I get that vibe. I don't really know. I don't know either. But, but like, I get that vibe. Um, the biggest conversation that, like, I've had about this with my brother is always, well, he, like, went into veganism when he was in his last year of college, I think. Mm-hmm. So that might have been 2013, around that time. And he, because he, like, gained a little weight in college, it's normal. Like, you're living on your own. You're eating whatever the fuck you want. It's normal. You gain a little weight. So he was like cutting things out of his diet. And then progressively, he I feel like he watched a video and he was like, let me try being at um, like, let me try and remove like meat from my diet for like mm-hmm. a week or like a month. I think he did it. And he felt very well, like after doing yeah. that. And so he it's was very like, intuitive. He, I mean, things are going to happen in, in a very intuitive way. Like he went raw vegan for like a year, but it was very intuitive. Then he came back to being like normal vegan. I don't know the stages of veganism, but at some point he was like, I just know what helps, what helped me and what worked for me. Exactly. So at some point he was telling me about all this veganism and I got like, I get it because you're very excited about like the benefits that it comes like to your body and whatever. And you want to tell those closest to you. That, like, I was bullied for the longest time. My my brother and my dad are like, you're the crazy one of the family. And I was like, well, if it works for you, knowing well, that I'm first, the crazy one. And it's working for me that I am eating healthy. That low-key happened up. in my family. Because, like, first everyone was like, what the fuck, Daniel? Like, are you okay? Like, you're not going to get all the right nutrients. And would that's make unchanged. Him, my mom would make him, like, get a blood tests 
every so often dead with your mom to go off Danya. Like, oh, no, no no to see if he his like levels were okay because this is very unknown to like for example to my family like being a vegan was like what the fuck are you doing it's like how are you not going to eat meat i feel like in my in my household not like that because my mom has been a vegetarian for that's, the longest that's why and then my but my my my, my brother used to compare me to my mom and she was like she's 75 percent crazy and you're 100 because she eats cheese and you don't. So whenever you eat cheese again, which happened last year when I went to Switzerland, yeah. and I looked like a pregnant woman with four months, and that's some lactose intolerance, y'all. Vibes. But yeah, like my brother at first, he was a lot like more strict with himself. Yeah. Um, and he was like trying to like tell everyone, oh my God, you should be a vegan. He was very excited about it. And of then course, it was new. Exactly. And now my family like looks up to him and they're like, oh, what are you eating? Like, what are you doing? Like, you know, what kind of diet are you doing or whatever? And my brother has also been more lenient with himself. I remember the other day he was like, oh, I had this pizza and it had like cheese on it. And it was great. And I was like, what the fuck? You had cheese? And he was like, yeah. But like, that's it's one- listening to your body. And that's, that's like, I feel like the message. Exactly. Of I feel like you do it more so if you're very intuitive. And I feel like that's a trend that's going on right now. In all, like, aspects, but... Yeah, but even though I don't like trends and I don't like the word trend, I feel like this can be actually... Yeah, it can be a good thing for society. Like, intuitively eating, intuitively listening to what our body is telling, to doing our actions in life, like, in whatever. Actually listening to our intuition, not only with food, but in general. I feel like it's a good thing, even though I don't like trends. But yeah, y'all, I feel like Yeah, guys, I feel like we went on for an hour about listening to your body and intuitively eating... (laughs) yeah but it's important like it is it's i mean if it, it's very if basic it works, i feel like it's, it's basic but i feel like people don't talk about it as much it's weird it's like it's very it's it's very ingrained into like the human being experience i guess and like i don't know generational yeah, shit and, and and also therapy has helped me with it <laughs> i don't know with did. you amy but with me has helped a lot with One, related to food and the way i view myself like i feel like, because like therapy starts with you oh this is a whole other podcast that's a hot episode let's not go on about but, this but yeah yeah so um, you know i'm not a dietitian i'm nowhere I'm not either to being like this is the perfect body that i want or whatever but dude just intuitively eat listen to your body if you don't know when you're full because that can happen to us because for example it's just start observing what your body's start telling observing you. if you need a little break to like, ooh, I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm full or not, stand up, mm-hmm. take a little walk around your house for like two minutes. Not in a day, just like take that as a note. Don't eat when you're watching TV because your your mind is concentrated on other things. Fucking eat. Yeah. It's a moment. It's like meditation. It is a it's moment. It's a moment. You gotta be with yourself. Hydrate a lot. Live in the moment, y'all. You know, that's it. Water is always good. Um, yeah, dude. Fucking enjoy life go for it so hope you liked our episode of this podcast of yeah. date who and date hopefully who? we're coming soon with another episode related about this because i feel like this is something that keeps updating our daily lives yeah maybe we can get my brother on here uh, Ooh, that would be interesting and then your brother um, being like oh, vegan. amazing <laughs> okay what are you eating cheese again <laughs> yeah. but yeah don't, don't forget to follow us on social media that is at tiktok Oh, TikTok. 
at friend talks podcast on instagram and at friend talks on tiktok yep and, and yeah. we'll see you next thursday thursday for another episode of friend talk so we have a little friend to friend talk <laughs> i am dead with you <laughs> fucking dead but yeah uh, guys, i hope you enjoy this but have yeah. a great weekend go off go off